0: Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of custom Run Collecting. This is our first show of 2024, and do you want to know what we're only two weeks away from? Do you remember that?
1: Two weeks away. From...
0: Yeah, we are two weeks away from our anniversary of being on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as uh, as an audio podcast oh my gosh <laughs> uh, yeah i mean we've been podcasting for a while but all that time you know we were just posting to youtube or rumble or something like that even if it was only audio we were posting there primarily and then it was i i checked like february 2nd i think is when i uploaded the first episode that was going to be audio on uh apple podcast and spotify and I think we're on Podbean and maybe, I think Pandora or something like that. Although I don't even know if that one's still around. Yeah, and it definitely helped with the number of listeners we have. I've really been promoting it a lot more than I was back then. But just within a year's time, we got over double the amount of average downloads per episode than we had subscribers total after... A few years
1: from two to six all right
0: (laughs) yeah yeah we we tripled it (laughs) but anyway one, one of the topics we're actually going to talk about a little bit later is one that was uh suggested by one of our listeners i'm starting to get more and more feedback from uh a lot of times it's customers because all the customers i get that order anything that might be star wars related or diorama related I'm including like a mini flyer saying, Hey, you know, check out the podcast. And I've gotten some feedback from, from some of the listeners that were like, Hey, you know, I'm really enjoying the podcast. But the one thing I would ask of all the listeners that do tune in is please, please give us a rate and review on your podcaster of choice. Cause it really helps as far as what then gets recommended and it helps people, um, find the show and they say, hey, this sounds like something kind of cool and get someone to tune in. And that's what we really want to do is, you know, get the audience built up a little bit more. So anyway, uh, along with that, we also want to get your questions. Send us any collecting questions you have. I don't care what it is. Uh, One of the reasons we do this show is to be interactive. We want to hear from other collectors. That's part of what makes the hobby a lot of fun is um, the interactions you get with other collectors. I mean, Matt and I could just get online and chat about collecting and not even bother recording it. But hey, the reason we do this is, uh, you know, we want the social aspect of it. So if you have any uh, questions about collecting or anything about, you know, our personal collecting habits, whatever, just uh, let us know. You can contact us through facebook we have the custom run collecting page there or you can just uh contact me through uh through uh my whole underground productions website or my whole ground productions uh facebook page but yeah uh, we definitely want to hear from you so last time we recorded was uh, a few days before christmas and so along with recent pickups um let's talk about uh what we may have gotten for christmas or and or recent pickups. You want to go first, Matt? Because my list is awfully short.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, I didn't have a lot for Christmas. Uh, my lovely girlfriend got me a Star Wars uh, LED logo light for my ha- my new collecting room, which is great. I love it. And um, what else did I get? Uh, I picked up uh, some of the new Wave with uh, Hera, Chopper. I finally got Previsla. I finally got Krennic. They finally came in. Not really a whole lot in the last two or three weeks, just because we're all just tired from the Christmas rush. Um, oh, and for Christmas, I did get a a buddy of mine got me a Creatures of the Galaxy West End Games module, which I appreciate that, Eric. It's my first West End Games item since i started recollecting again. because I always oh, talk wow. about getting it, and I, I always talk about it, and I always forget to get it because I have the PDFs, but... This will start on the paper addiction again, which will be great.
0: Yeah, I thought one thing I, I found inside the inner cover, and I didn't remove it just because I thought it was kind of interesting, is there was uh, like a sheet of notebook paper where someone had some notes jotted down. I have no idea what it was for, but it was just kind of interesting that you know, there was evidence right there that this was actually something that somebody used, and you know, hopefully had fun with, and everything.
1: Well, let, me, so. let me find out what it is here,
0: because I looked at it, but I didn't
1: didn't want to open it yet. Yeah, I don't, there. I
0: don't know if it was uh, character stats or something. I couldn't really read the handwriting either. So
1: that's that nine times out of ten, that's what it's going to be when it comes to the modules or character stats or mob stats. Yeah, the little yellow paper has a, we'll pay a little pale more detail. They're also part of these. Are uh, the so space troopers roll a 2d plus two 300 count, and then you have sensors 40 plus two 300 count. So, yeah, these are stats as you roll for different abilities and stuff on the creatures, or you know, just in general.
0: That's awesome. I just thought that was something kind of cool that was still you know, floating around in there.
1: Uh, my girl,
0: I also got. A my
1: first funko Park of, of Yaskia from the Witcher. Okay, I think I'll talk about Chelsea, I got from the Lego uh Advent. Advent character. Oh, I know what I got. The Obi Wan Vader Showdown finally showed up. Oh, I thought you
0: I thought you had that. I,
1: I had it on pre-order. I don't know if I had it, but I've actually got it and actually looked at it. Because remember everything came the day the day of our podcast. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, now I've actually opened it and looked at it. It's glorious. And I'm not ashamed to say it.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of people that really are digging that.
1: Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I don't, if you remember, I didn't like them using the thinner Hayden Christensen version for the return of the Jedi Vader for a helmet. But I don't mind it as much with the slice open helmet version from the OB one because since it was him in the helmet, that's what we actually see physically.
0: So, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I much prefer. I much more. I like it much more on this dual set than, like, I would pay Sir Sebastian Shaw's family or estate their money to tease his likeness rights and get that chubby
0: faced Vader under that helmet like he should be. <laughs> yeah, Chris, did you get? Did you get anything for Christmas or since last time?
2: I did. So Matt actually got me um, three pops. Uh, I got a Sabine. I got a Padme Amidala in, in her pretty purple dress. And then <laughs> he got me the the pink version of Ahsoka. And, why, um, why
0: is there a pink version? Like Valentine's.
2: That? For Valentine's Day. Oh, Santa. okay. But he wanted to give it to me for Christmas a little bit early. And then he got me the Black Series only because TBC apparently does not have Omega. Uh, he got me Omega. So the only thing that I really don't like is that you can't really position her to hold the the bow really well. Um, and then she comes with this little guy right here, which is cute.
1: He has a name, but I don't remember.
2: Yeah, I don't remember it either.
1: Mm. But I
2: like her her little mask comes off too, which is cool. And it just like kind of, it it fits like really perfectly to her face. So it just, there's no like straps or anything. You just pop it right on her face and it can come on and off. Oh, nice. Which is neat. Um, And then I did finish actually building my Ahsoka ship um, Lego set, which came with a lot of figures. Um, It did come with Ahsoka, Huang, Merrick, and Sabine. And then um, this little Lego Sabine, you can give her hair or you can give her her Mandalorian helmet, uh, which I thought was neat. And then the wings on it, they do actually rotate. Um, the only thing that I, I didn't really like about it was that the underside of the wings, you know, when the ship, when they rotate and they go straight up so that they fly or whatever, um, the underside isn't as finished aesthetically as the top of the Lego set where since it does rotate, I would think that you would finish them both, but on a lot of these pieces also done. So in the middle part, like you did the, both the top and the bottom, and then just on the wings, you didn't. Um, even though they had enough layers here where you could have. So that was kind of meh. Still very neat.
0: Yeah, so uh, for Christmas, I got nothing Star Wars related, which uh, I don't mind because sometimes you don't want to be the guy that everyone is like, oh, well, I don't know what to get him, but he's a Star Wars fan. So you get like random stuff like, why do, why? <laughs> and it's like, oh, because it's Star Wars. You like Star Wars, right? and uh sometimes those kind of things when you get it because of a uh franchise or something it's from it's often not as good because they know they're selling it based on the branding and not what it actually is so yeah i didn't really get anything there i um didn't really get any new figures or anything like that i i still have some in my pile of loot like uh krennic and i might have another one and i'm just waiting to get a few more things in before i bother shipping them but as far as recent pickups go uh the other day i just um finally decided to get myself some joy toy dioramas mm-hmm. and uh i picked up two different ones one was called something like uh, a mech monitoring area or something like that and the other one was more like a system of gantries that is supposed to be kind of like a docking area for a mech but they're all they're all modular so they have flooring plates and wall plates and railings and different things and um when when i opened up i even opened up the the second one but when i opened up the first one i thought this design looks awfully familiar flashback to before I did the fortress system of parts that I make where that's designed to build the exterior of modular buildings. So it's exterior walls and doorways and things like that. Um, but before that, I don't know if you remember, Matt, I showed you some prototypes. You were like really the only person I showed them to. Um, yeah, really? But I was going to do modular scaffolding where It would have like posts with feet and then different platforms and they would connect together. And funny enough, the square platform sections that JoyToy uses are the exact same height as my design. And the dimensions of the square plate are, they're a little bit shorter, but I took one of my post elements and it is the same peg size it just fits right onto the joy toy system like it was made for it. Nice. And, and I'm not saying that as in they copied me or I copied them or anything, I but even like the clip system where you attach the different floor plates is very similar to how mine was being designed. I just think it's kind of odd that both my design, that I wasn't even aware of their stuff when I designed it and started prototyping it so my my review on it is the parts fit together very snugly like they actually include a tool to help take them apart (laughs) that's how uh tight the fit is with uh with all the walls and base plates and stuff um there is one design element that i don't like that could have been designed a little bit better that's something i think my design did a little bit better than their design but uh yeah i mean uh pretty cool set i was surprised how much you got for the money cuz they're not necessarily all that cheap they're but like
1: for your 50 bucks right or 50 or 60
0: yeah it depends where you get them like i paid i think 50 or 55 for the one but It's a decent sized box and you get a lot of parts. You get a lot more parts than I expected to get for that price. And like a lot of them have like kind of like a a wash to them. So some of the wall panels look slightly dirty and everything.
1: I remember, I remember seeing these with you and I've, I've looked at them. I've, I've been eyeballing them quite a few times over the last six months to a year. Like, Hmm. But I don't have it written into my photo novel yet. But they might have be showing up maybe later this year. Just saying.
0: It it would be worth uh, getting your hands on one. The um, they do have a set that is even bigger than the one that I got. Um, but I I couldn't really find it anywhere without paying like over a hundred some dollars for it. Uh, but even that one set I got, there were more parts. Like it's deceptive, because if you build build it based on the directions to do that particular setup, it doesn't look quite so big. But when you have all the parts laid out, you're like, "Holy crap! There are a lot of different parts." I, I'm anxious to get the little mech docking bay scaffolding thing built and uh, see how that would look with like a ATST in it or something yep. like that oh yeah another um, one talking about.
1: i got i was eyeing the medical facility version of it for a while those like stand-up medical
0: yeah that looks really really cool
1: yep i got a i was i had put a bunch of them on amazon but they're mostly sold out now let me see if i can find
0: but yeah so i, I got a hold of two of those um like i said haven't put the second one together yet but that's really all i've gotten since uh since the last episode one, th- one thing I have done over the last day or two, I'm, uh, I recorded a room tour cause I've been watching like a lot of people's ro- uh, collection room tours online. And I was like, you know what? I should really do one. And so I filmed one. And for whatever reason, every time I try to put the video together, it spends like a couple hours processing the video. And then right with like the last 2%, it gives me an error. it's done that like four times now and I'm just I don't know what is wrong with the video that it's causing this error every time but uh, I started work on building a couple shelves in in this one part of the room and you ever have an idea where you're like oh I'm gonna do this and and then you get partway through it and you're like yeah, this isn't really turning out the way I wanted to. And it sucks because I decided these shelves I was building, I'm like, no, nope, nope, no, I'm not going to. It doesn't look right. And I had bought premium lumber, which costs an arm and a leg. If you want to get the nice stuff that doesn't have any knots in it. And so I spent like $75 on some of this lumber that's now cut into pieces and i can't use it or i'm not using it so that oh, was man. uh that especially was l- really annoying
1: especially with lumber costs these days holy crap
0: yeah well if you get premium like a, a six foot board which is what i was buying six foot boards by like six inches deep they're like 18 dollars a piece and I had these shelves built and I'm like, oh, well, I want to put another shelf in here. Well, okay. That means I would have to get another piece of lumber. That's another $18. And then I would have to get trim and a lot of trim is sold by the linear foot. That can really add up. And it got to be one of those situations where I'm like, this is just going to spiral in to dumping in more and more and more money. And I have a feeling it's going to end up being something I'm not happy with. So... It was kind of like, back to the drawing board. I'm just going to do something different there. Blimey. That's
1: probably the best. I, I I despise that so much when I spend so much time on something and then the finished product. I'm like, man, maybe it probably came at it from a different angle and started something. Like when I do a diary like that, Oh, dude, I hate w- wasting time and money on stuff that you know you're not satisfied with.
0: And that was the other thing. It was like a whole day. Uh, it was Sunday that I spent working on it, and um, it's one of those things where before I started, I, I kept hesitating starting work on it, and I think there was a part of my brain that was probably trying to warn me, this isn't going to turn out the way you want, and you're just better off not not dealing with that at all, but there's never enough room. And so sometimes you end up coming up with crazy ideas, trying to figure out how to add more space. One of the projects I'm probably going to do next is a cabinet for my true Kenner vintage figures, because all of those are packed away right now because I don't really have a place to put them. And I really like, I don't know who makes it, but you've seen these people like a lot of YouTubers that are really well known, Sometimes you'll see in the background, they'll have a display cabinet for their vintage figures, but they have like the little bubble colors behind all the figures. Like, I think there's someone that actually makes those cabinets.
1: Yeah. With, with the double, with the double silver stripe and it's all the little colors. Right. Right. Fly. Yeah. Me and Chris were just talking about this about two or three days ago. Cause she noticed it. And we, and, uh, we were watching Steve Evans, one of his tour room videos. And, um, which we'll talk about Steve Evans also after this, too. And uh he and she was like, Oh, can you get those made? And I was like, I think someone makes them, but yes, I want to get one of those too. I know exactly what shark. Yeah,
0: I think I think it looks pretty cool, but the only problem is I went through and I said, Okay, well, how many how many figures is it? And they say, Well, like people usually refer to it as 96, okay. But they're counting snaggle Snaggletooth not... as one of them but they are mm-hmm. not counting Yak Face. They're also and... not counting...
1: Uh, well, no, I thought it was the other way around. They count Yak Face, but not Blue Snag. They're also not counting uh, Barada that came with the dungeon, and they're also kind yeah, of... Yes, EV- they are. Oh, they are? I
0: actually I actually wrote them all down and put okay. them in a grid of bubbles. Well, they're also not said, counting
1: okay. um, the three... The Jabba's uh, band, Sly in, because they... No, 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 right, they right. the card. They're not
0: counting those and they're not counting variations. And so originally I was going to go with this bubble design, but the only thing I don't like about that particular design is it really pigeonholes you into it's X amount of figures and it's these particular figures. So for example, I have some of the variations like big head Han, small head Han, different colors for Yoda or, uh, Endor Han's jacket is different. Some variations like that. And so I thought, I think I'm going to actually forgo the bubbles and then basically just make it big enough to fit all that stuff I have. And one shelf may have, say, 20 figures on it, and then the next shelf has maybe, say, 22 figures. The nice thing is, is I can arrange it based on what I really need. Whereas when, when you decide you're going to have those colored bubbles, you're stuck and okay, then that means where do I put all the variations? Where do I put the yak face? Things like that. So I think I'm moving away from that. Plus also a lot of people, they display them based on their numbers. So You have like Luke, Leia, R2, Chewie, C-3PO, Vader, Stormtroopers, Ben, Han, okay? Well, what if you wanted to put them in order, like have all the heroes grouped together and then all the Imperials grouped together? Okay, well, then the bubbles might not be in the right order. So I thought I might just move away from that and just make a nice display cabinet and not try to just copy another design as it is mine would have to be wider than it is tall and a lot of those are taller than they are wide uh just for where i would have it and who knows you know i could potentially fit the cantina band in there so that's probably my next display project uh that i'm gonna work on
1: yeah see mine i see i never really was a big on the whole variant thing with vintage so when I do mine, I'm just going to use whatever one I have and put it on those colors. Cause, and I think, man, I, cause here's the thing. When you talk about the OG 96, they don't count the star Wars version of, of, I don't think they count the star Wars or the Empire Strikes Back versions of RTD2 If they do. I don't remember or, or the droids versions.
0: And, uh, well, not the, well, not the droids versions. Cause those are like a whole line in and of itself.
1: Mm. I'm trying to think what else, because I know they don't count the Java's Palace. We should just do an entire episode on what is the 96er. And we did variants one day, remember that? on the, uh, <laughs> the Remember I showed you how me and my buddy thought we found the Scout Trooper? And it was a Lily Letty that didn't yeah. have the command stripe on his, or the insignia stripe on his chest, and we were like, oh man, this must be a rare, hard copy uh, prototype, yeah!
0: Well, one thing we're going to touch on quickly and and matt i'll let you tell the people about this uh because i'm kind of sitting it out this year but uh we do have march madness coming up i want to tell everyone about that how they can uh, vote for that uh,
1: they can um so the swtbc guys i know we just got out of last figure standing but it was john miko in the TBC facebook group which i don't know why he did that that was something he wanted us to do but every year, as always, in January, from January first or second all the way to the end of the month, they take lists of top twenty-five most wanted figures. Now, unlike last figure standing, these ones are slight. The rules are slightly different. Whereas last figure standing could be any figure you want made on a vintage card, it could be a card that was made two years ago, a figure made two years ago. You want to see it on a vintage card? Do it. You want to repack and repaint with the top 20, with the last with the top twenty-five is a little different. The rules are that it needs to be of course it'll be on a vintage card but it needs to be a figure that is cons- that you want to be considered all new for the tour right so you wouldn't want to put a figure on there like like tessic how we got how he uses uh what's his name from should i and an older's legs the calcastus guy, calcastus so you wouldn't want that you would want an all new figure made uh so you do your top 25 and everyone submits their lists and then at the end of the month, John Linquist tallies all up all the different names and puts them on a big bracket of sixty-four. The top sixty-four names goes to, and then he does it takes about a month to do it, and then he starts off March Madness with which coincides with the NCAA March Madness is where they take the name with the brackets and everything. So at that point, uh every three days, I think it is, or every four days they they announce they announce the winners of each round until you get to the final final four and then the championship of the March madness it's going on now. It's not now in previous years, you had to go to like the SWTBC Facebook group or um, one of the other, or like rebel scum or something this year they're doing, they actually have a, a Google uh, submission sheet where you just got to click on that, put your top 25 and submit it much more streamlined. John said he, I, he said in a recent, inter, in a recent podcast, uh, live stream that, he was getting he doesn't he likes it because he doesn't have to go looking for lists on all these different websites like Instagram, Facebook, you know this and that. Which I agree. I made my top twenty-five. I'm not I haven't settled on exactly all of them yet, but you know it'll be radically different because my number one got made last year, Grand Admiral Thrawn. So I am now going to be having a new number one, which it's going to be a lot of people's number ones because it's a figure that's been wanted and needed for quite some time because the last one we got is sorely out of no longer part of the president and what would that be that'd be farm boy luke oh yeah because we haven't had a good farm boy leaks i mean that one we got back in 2000 when was it four well it was pretty terrible and then we haven't we had that plastic one in that resurgence of the jedi pack but he's so small and dinky like at this point i'm like just we got a good head sculpt in that three pack of luke from 2019 or 2020 yeah 2019 let's get that finally made with the correct accessories not the stormtrooper belt from death escape but the actual like binoculars belt and stuff that he uses which even though he doesn't use yeah yeah he does use binoculars
0: okay okay i just okay i just thought of something here if you really want to do him right he needs to be uh, You you know it because they they need the binoculars, the rifle, the hat,
2: the poncho. Say,
0: yeah, the oh yes, definitely the poncho. I actually do not have that Luke poncho for loops. and you know what? If they if they included all that, his T sixteen model. Mm-hmm. If you included all that along with. A moisture it? evaporator. It can even be the same one that they had in the 30th anniversary. They don't
1: have that mold anymore. very
0: crazy. Uh, okay, so maybe they would have to make a new one or make a new, uh, what they call it? The WED, the WED droid, the little one that was with him oh, when he was. The,
1: tread, the Treadwell droid. Yeah. Yeah, like include
0: there. that. If they included every one of those things in with him, then maybe they could justify it being a deluxe But there's two problems with that. One, they've already showed us that a few little flame effects count as a deluxe. So that Luke would be a deluxe deluxe, but also the people that want him single carded would be like screaming from the rooftops. Ah! You know it. You know it. I know it. Agreed. And just
1: like the recent Luke Academy, they could do one of each. You know, I picked up the the deluxe one with all the little frogs with Yoda, with Baby Yoda slash Gogu. Uh, he's just Baby Yoda to me, all right. And that's how I knew him for two and a half years. His name's Baby Yoda, okay. And then and then they did it on a single card without Baby Yoda and all the stuff, all the frogs. And I picked that one up too. So I'm you know doing both. Do the spec, do the deluxe with all that stuff. I'll even let him slide and not put a moisture evaporator in. If they give me the rifle, the hat, the binoculars, the right belt, uh, both lit and unlit saber hilts, the poncho,
0: the training may, remote, maybe train
1: training, remote. May, and definitely the T-16 that he plays with, which we actually have an old from like power of the force, power yeah. of the Jedi.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have that one. Cause they had, uh, they had one Luke with, uh, he had extra articulation in the knees and he came with the t16 model and then they had another luke that had uh didn't have the knee articulation but he had elbows so he could hold the binoculars and he came with the rifle and hat
1: yeah which you give me that stuff don't even have to make the moisture evaporator no i'd love it go ahead and call that deluxe i'll take it and then do the single card version with the lit and saber a his rifle and i'll take that too and then if you want to repack the TVC land speeder, put a moisture evaporator in with the land speeder.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm sitting out the March Madness because, uh, like I told you off the air, I kind of feel like I understand it is different technically, yes, but I kind of feel like, well, what's going to make my list? Well, the same stuff that made my list just a month or two ago, and uh, it's like, you know what what's going to win? I wouldn't be surprised if the winner is the Tonica Sisters. Oh my gosh, never saw that coming. So uh, Or Tatooine Luke, which ranked up pretty high. So honestly, I don't see the point. And kind of with what you said, March Madness is done every year. So if anything was the oddball, it was the, the previous uh, competition. I'll pay attention when the final one comes in and we go, hey, look, no surprise. You know, that's one of five. That We can all expect it's probably going to be. I don't think we're going to end up with a surprise where it's like, Oh my gosh, everyone voted for Sio Bibble.
1: I would vote for Sio Bibble. He's an old man that goes, It only means one
0: thing invasion. That's his only line in the entire. <laughs> so, uh, moving on, we do have a little bit of Hasbro news, possibly. January 24th uh, this rumor comes from yakface.com and Jason over there is pretty good at uh, digging up the dirt on stuff Um, so very likely could happen but possibly as many as six new uh, TVC pre-orders maybe available your guess is as good as mine on that nobody really knows maybe Balin and Shin would be possible, that would be great that would throw off uh, those votes in March Madness. Which is uh, for sure. so. Yeah, I'm, so... glad I'm glad
1: they got it in before the end of March Madness. If you remember, they did that like at the first week of February last year, right after March Madness ended and they announced some stuff.
0: Yeah, so that is really the only Hasbro news right now. Uh, and uh, 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 There was some
1: Hasbro news that broke yesterday. I don't know if you saw it. The former Hasbro lead design and marketing guy, that used to be part of Hasbro is coming back. Steve Evans is coming back to the Star Wars division as lead design and something else. Hmm. Um, remember, he was on Transformers for a while and the Marvel unit. And uh, so now he, he, just, he just announced it, I think, late like last night that he's coming back to the Star Wars division. So hmm. interesting. But
2: he's saddling two. He's he's doing Star Wars and he's still also doing Transformers, right?
1: I think so. I think it was either that or
0: more. So
2: it's like, you know, hey, we laid off people, and now you get to have two people's jobs.
0: <laughs> and, and get paid the same, probably, right? Probably. <laughs> That's generally how it works. And then if and then if something doesn't happen, it's your fault that you weren't able to be two people at once. I don't know how I feel about that, because he was the one that really pushed six inch. <laughs> and so Well,
1: he pushed it. Now, if you remember, the priest came out with it. Some people forget the, that very first year, six inches was DePriest's baby.
0: Oh, really? Because Steve Emmons kind of always talked like like that was his thing. I, I know he talks like that,
1: but it was the last year. I'm it was DePriest. Actually, DePriest has done some interviews with uh, Chris B's old old podcast. Like, I think it's Toy Run, but
0: Toy Run now was the one that him and uh, Jake
1: Stevens used to do. But I think he yeah. just does one by himself now. But I think the the priest talked about that. He launched 6-inch, but remember that first year, 6-inch wasn't a big thing. It was like eight figures, 12 figures that that year, four every three or four months. And so, you know, it wasn't until... And then when Steve took over, they really pushed it hard. So I agree with you. I'm I'm dubious, but I'll be cautiously optimistic. He pushed 6-inch so hard. And I I assume it's because they want to make these huge sales from the stores orders but also he did give us the barge and the hover tank and he brought back tbc but tbc did also feel like a hail mary he's also a big five poa guy too which i don't know how i feel about that because we saw mm. what happened with the last five poa lines uh you know yeah i didn't buy it <laughs> yeah me either we'll we'll see i, I mean that new five poa line is finally getting in hand in a couple places and it's not three and three quarter it's four inch it is actually a four inch line
0: and that is That is a nonsensical choice. They're five POA, they're four inches.
1: They're also done like in a kitty style, too, with like big hands and like big, big feet and big joints, you know?
0: Oh, really? Uh, I didn't know they uh, were exaggerated like that.
1: I'll show you a picture
0: real quick. Give me a second.
1: I guess they're not that exaggerated as I
0: thought. Yeah, I mean, from all the photos I saw, they look just like regular three and three quarter, just with uh, less articulation and paint apps. Now, you said people have them in hand.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Evan from TVC was doing okay. hey, Let me see if okay. I can uh, find that
0: real quick. Come on. Yeah. That's kind of an odd choice because it would be a great gateway for kids that they buy those or their parents get them those. And then they say, Hey, I want more figures to go with these. And then they maybe get some of the TVC stuff and graduate into that. But to then make it a slightly different scale by half an inch, a quarter of an inch, that's just a little weird. Yeah, four because... inch, I mean, it is weird, but
1: I mean, that's, I mean, that's what a lot of other figure lines go with, is solid four, like G.I. Joe's like that, solid four inches now. They don't do, three, well, they do O-ring three and three quarter, but they don't do non-O-ring three and three quarter. They just, they're all solid four inches. So is uh, boss fights like that, too. They're all.
0: solid four inches Um, yeah marauder marauder as well too yeah there which man it drives me crazy (laughs) because i like all my figures to kind of exist in the same world and sometimes they just look a little off when you have you know some female character and she just towers over Han solo that's you know like six one
1: (laughs) yeah i whenever i put boss fight with my star wars i like in my battle novel they were on like a bar a planet full of like barbarians, and so everyone was huge compared to the compared to the imperials and rebels. So oh, it kind of makes go. sense. Yeah. All right, here we go. uh Here, thank you, Evan at Mile High Ground on Instagram. Here's a comparison: the five five POA with no no blaster accessory, simplified deco, n- not even a removable helmet is underwhelming. Lightsaber is big and chunky. So here's a comparison of the epic heroes. And then to the next of it is the retro. And then on the far left is the, the TVC.
0: So, hmm. I mean, it's not that much off, really.
1: No. And you know what? The Helmetson scale. Who knew? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true. Yeah, a little bit. But again,
1: it's made to be for kids. So I'm, I'm not too upset about there being a few proportions. I mean, we all played with Power of the Force too you <laughs> know those yep, those okay. are the proportions those are everyone was in the gym like schwarzenegger just like oh here's the thing if they're going to move star wars to a four inch line i'm not exactly against it as long as it, as they don't like start putting all the new characters in that line rather than the tvc line because that's what happened with the old POA line
0: i don't have any fears that that's what's going to happen I think this is just kind of replacing Mission Fleet. It's going to run its course in a year or two, and then they'll come up with something else. I mean, that's really about all we have from Hasbro. And like I said, my wallet thanks them. So moving on, we got a little bit of hole-in-the-ground production news since last time. I, I don't remember if I mentioned I was coming out with these last time, uh, so I got some new kits out. One is the oil bath unit uh, that 3PO uses in Luke's Garage. Now have that as a kit. I think you talked about it, but I don't think they were out publicly known. Yeah, I might I might have just been working on it, but uh, now have that available. And um, at the same time, uh, the Armors Forge is uh, available as a kit now. And also conference room wall panels Yeah, which you have to get like 11 or 12 of them to really do like that half circle of uh the room but i laid it out and it actually looks really really cool seeing that all all together now i just have to make some for myself of course which is always the problem i make stuff for everyone else first and then coming out probably this week is uh a new gantry the design scene on the first Death Star hangar bay, very little photo reference where you can really see any detail. It's really hard to see any detail on it. It's to the left of the Millennium Falcon in the hangar bay. Like it oh, actually yeah. goes off screen part way. <laughs> um, there's not really, I looked and looked and looked. I couldn't find any good reference uh, beyond those photos really. So. The nice thing about that is you can take a lot of artistic license (laughs) uh, and people aren't going to say, well, that doesn't look quite right. Uh, So that should be coming this next week. So that is uh, mainly Hole in the Ground production news. If you want any cool diorama kits or props or anything like that, go to holeinthegroundpro.com. Okay, so one of the things that one of our listeners had asked us to talk about on the show is how we thought Hasbro was handling special anniversaries mainly of like the the films and different things. Like last year we just had the 40th anniversary of return of the Jedi and um, he wanted to see what we thought about how they've handled it, how they might handle those moving forward. For me, I thought they handled return of the Jedi pretty well. I mean, we got a bunker, new biker, scout, speeder bike, uh endor han leia luke and uh granted wasn't really necessary but they gave us uh the atst again so i thought they covered it pretty well i think i mean you could even technically count uh tessic and the other skiff guards uh from return of the jedi in that uh that denizen pack and they also re-released some of the skiff guards that we got yeah, before
1: and Java's Palace.
0: Yeah, and Jabba's Palace. Uh, it's weird to think about that because we pre-ordered it a year in advance. Uh, but yes, obviously that goes with Return of the Jedi. So I think they did really well. And perhaps this is, at least that I can remember, one of the best celebrations of a certain anniversary. They, they I think they covered it really, really well. I think about the only area I would say there's maybe a void is maybe if they had had more Ewoks,
1: Ewoks, and maybe an Endor Rebel Trooper pack.
0: Yes, an Endor Rebel Trooper pack uh, definitely was a void, uh, but we even got removable helmet Vader. So we did. So yeah, it's.
1: I mean, yeah, I, in, in in comparison to the last few anniversaries, not counting Rogue One, it's it leaps and bounds, but better than what they
0: Yeah, I I think so. Now, the question is concerning the next one, and that is the Phantom Menace. I do not expect them to go as all-in as they did with Jedi for Phantom Menace. Not if they're smart about it, because, look, Hasbro has gotten burnt more than once on saturation of phantom menace figures so i'm not going to say that they're going to totally avoid it but i would not expect it to be near as heavy i mean we know we're getting black series anakin and padme and we have that retro that retro figure pack of phantom menace figures I don't uh, know what more they're going to do. I could maybe see them re-releasing uh, the Naboo Starfighter.
1: Yeah, I could see that. Now that they have the mold re in, in production with the uh, Mandos, I yeah. wouldn't be. I wouldn't mind the Red Amadala, like the main Queen Amadala figure. If they, I don't think they've ever done that in vintage, have they? Uh,
0: the one where they take feedback, or or the one oh. that had the lights in. The no, light, the, one, the light up dress.
1: the one with the big like half half moon headdress. It's all red. And she has the all white face. The yeah, one that's the one of the talking about. Okay, that one.
0: Yeah, the light, the light up dress. It actually had lights in the bottom, like uh, these big globes. Maybe it did. Yeah, I, I don't, I, that's the kind of one I want to see because you're
1: right. They've been burned twice on Phantom Menace stuff. First was the original release back in '99. Then again in 2012 when it was just Phantom Menace everywhere, pushed by Lucasfilm, because he was doing the big 3D projects with, with them. He started with that one, because he owns the rights, everything on that one, and it crashed and burned as and as some people people I think Chris skull said this to some of the Star CBC guys. They were uh three or four of them were on uh middle aged QB Man's podcast or live stream saying that some of those Phantom Menace figures that came out in 2012 on the finished collection were like bad figures that were from the legacy collection that were just straight up repacked, which look, they didn't sell. Well, Is Phantom Menace going to sell. I don't think, like you said, I don't, they've been burnt twice. I don't, I think it'll be like five years ago in 2018 for the 2019 for the 20th anniversary of Phantom Menace for the black series. Remember they put out like, jar jar and mace windu and i think it'll be one on a retro six inch episode one cards um it, it'll be conservative is what my my estimates are they are putting out a wave of retro and i think we will we might get a few tbc maybe a wave
0: yeah and i would and i would buy them depending what the figure is because there's some where for example pad me in the peasant garb when they were on Tatooine, we've only ever gotten the Phantom Menace line of those. We never had an update of that outfit. I would gladly buy that in the vintage collection to replace the older one. I guarantee
1: Um, you they're going to re-release that battle droid. I guarantee you they're going to refresh that battle droid. We got two or three years ago.
0: Well, I mean a battle droid, I can see them doing that because it is an army builder. So it's, a little bit more easy money from them. You potentially have people buying multiples. My my problem with the battle droids or any droids of that kind of design is the plastic they use now is so soft that, yeah, it, it falls it can't over. Even, yeah, you can't even stand them up. So it's you like you
1: can't it, put them in a warm cupboard or on a warm shelf because the plastic will fall over and bend. It's so flimsy. It's crazy what the
0: plastic they're using for those things. Yeah, so for those. I mean, they're a pass for me, because I'm like, you know, if you can't even get your action figures stand up, what's the point? But, you know, I I hope they come out with some, but I think they will keep the production numbers low, as low as they can get, and I wouldn't be surprised if they put them behind a fan channel of some sort. I mean, they're doing that with Deku, so... Yeah. Yeah, I don't see them, you know seeing on the shelves at Walmart peasant padme
1: <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if we finally got uh slave boy anakin or anakin peasant his little like we got him in the 5POA line and he's like you know and we've there. had two
0: and we've had two versions of uh the jedi you know that you've seen for like 5 seconds in the film at the very
1: end yeah we I got a couple of them actually uh when they re- repacked it there in 2000
0: yeah so it makes far more sense that that they do uh, peasant pad or a uh, peasant bleh, peasant mannequin, and plus it seems like they're doing a little bit better of mirroring what they release in black series and then also having it in tvc so the fact he was announced in black series they may release him in tvc and we may find out that uh these announcements that we get they might have some Phantom Menace figures in there.
1: Maybe. Yeah, you're right. They, they've they been pretty good, Lisa. I think uh, Jason at Yak Base did balance the scales, and he said there's been 30 for 30 on each side recently.
0: Um, yeah, I would, I would like to see a new Phantom Menace Obi-Wan, honestly, because yeah. the last one, the most articulated one we have, was from the Legacy Collection. And the head sculpt on that is it ain't good. <laughs> it is not good at all. <laughs>
1: Chris was talking to me. She's asked she we she's done with the pod racers. I remember in 2012 they brought the pod racers back out again from the episode one line with the re getting better paint jobs. With Sebulba. yeah, the pod
0: racers I remember.
1: Wow, well, they only did two, right? They only did Anakin and Saboba, the two the two main
0: ones. Well, they they had a they had a figure pack that was exclusive to Toys R Us that had a bunch of pod racers in it. And they came with uh, flags, like all their different flags, oh. um, that they had. Man, talk about the wayback machine back at Toys R Us, <laughs> um, and that was an exclusive there. And that thing languished. It. They had to clear some out. Man, they were not moving at all.
1: Well, I mean, when you got so it's, they've done, they've done the, they did the, they did some Bulba. They did Ben Quadrineros, the giant guy with a face and arms and legs, and then they did. The 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 three eyed rai's guy, so they've done a few of them on vintage cars. It's just, I don't, if anyone go for a pod racer anymore, which I don't. I don't know. Maybe, I know. So bubbles two really pretty uh girls that give them massages. That was they always do well in the, the counts.
2: <laughs> <clears throat> um, I wanted to mention one thing that I haven't seen is any advertising around the anniversaries um so as you would think as much as we're looking up star wars stuff online that i would be seeing stuff on facebook i would be seeing it on my TikTok advertisements and i you know they'd be feeding it to me they feed me star wars jewelry all the time but even though i'm looking up toys and stuff they're not i'm not getting any advertising so i think
0: but but if they're not ready to make an announcement like i said it seems like uh i mean even for this the last thing one. on the 24th is probably going to be one of the first really quote-unquote announcement type things that they're going to do so i mean we're not we're only halfway through january i think it's i think it's still a little bit early for them to be what about, it too hard
1: what about that uh, return of the Jedi? we didn't see
2: yeah it. i didn't see anything for return of the jedi
0: like,
1: like they don't they don't advertise anymore. You like, That costs money to put stuff on TV.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I, okay, so here's my personal take on the celebrations of, of these different anniversaries. And that is honestly, I don't care. There's some people that are really into the, the numbering. You know, it's like you skip a number or a number gets duplicated. Ah, you know, it drives them nuts. They're really into that type of thing when it comes to collecting and for me i i just don't care i kind of feel the same way about the anniversaries is uh i just want good figures i want them to consistently make good figures i don't care what movie they're from or anything like that but this is going to be hard for them to continually do anyway because they're going to keep making more and more films and are are we going to start celebrating the anniversary of the first season of mandalorian and the first season of ahsoka and then are you going to celebrate every five years every 10 years every 20 years you could get to the point where like every year it's an anniversary of more than one thing and so i don't see how they can just really overdo it on every bit of new media or even uh, every film because eventually we're going to have anniversaries for the Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker okay now you're talking nine films are are they going to start doing it for Rogue One or Solo
1: it depends if they think they can sell merch with it like they did a Rogue One 5th anniversary and we got Blue Leader for that they actually said that it's for the anniversary of Rogue One we're giving out Blue Leader and shirt emway you know like oh okay that's kind of cool well like, that
0: that seems more like i don't know that like they didn't really think about hey it's the fifth anniversary of rogue one it seems more like people want this figure let's make it and then hey we'll say we yeah, have it in time for the fifth anniversary yeah that's basically i,
1: I guarantee that's I think back then, five years ago, that's, or 2021, two years ago when they did that, that's exactly what it was. Like, hey, we can actually do a quick repack and get cheered out and claim it's for the celebration of the 5th tw- anniversary. But with the last two years, we've actually seen the team more gear up towards that. Like, there was no, like, 2002 or 2022 was the 20th anniversary of Attack of the Clones, which many people consider the worst of the prequels not myself i love it i consider it the best of the prequels that's just me i'm weird however we saw i don't think anything last year for attack of the clones we did get a new clone trooper but it was a like space two but i don't think we saw anything now we did see plenty for this year which is return of the jedi uh, i think if it's how can i put this if it's a media that is beloved and will have is predicted to have merchandise sell well for it, yes, they'll celebrate it. If it's split and merchandise might moderately sell for it, they'll be conservative with it. Phantom is like that. If it's something that is thought to be reviled and possibly destroying of people's hopes and dreams, that probably will have every other other figures languish on the pegs. They probably won't do a lot for that anniversary i will not mention any names of media you know who you are but i think they forecast those for anniversaries if it's an anniversary like return of the jedi it's an og movie everyone loves tons of people love it it's back then we bought everything we still kind to of do it. everyone Phantom menace some of you have sauce for for it we'll still buy it for it i'll still buy it for it even though i'm not a fan of it i think uh they'll do conservative with it revenge of the sith is widely regarded as the best of the prequels when that comes up here and actually next year is also the the 20th anniversary of revenge of the sith
0: yeah you see what i'm saying we're we're getting to the point where where everything is going to be some sort of anniversary and we're going to have a lot of overlap but i agree with you i think they're going to take it on a case by case basis and say, look, are we really going to be able to move product or not? And that's going to them exactly. how hard they lean into it. And if people say, Hey, why aren't we getting anything, you know, in such and such a year uh, for the anniversary of like say, okay, low hanging fruit, last Jedi, and some last Jedi fans go, well, why aren't you celebrating last Jedi? They'll have like one figure out that year that they'll be like, well, we did this for it and it might just be like one or two figures
1: i will say if they do repack that one luke from crate apparently he's hard to find because people didn't want to buy last jedi merchandise surprise breaking news so i guess he's hard to find so he is going for a little bit so he might be one to repack with
0: next topic and this kind of uh you know we'll kind of segue to it is what can we expect in 2024 coming from the vintage collection? There, there's a lot of people that are talking about, well, with all these layoffs, that we might be looking at things really, really scaling back. But as we know, they have a lot of these things in development for a year and a half to what actually comes out. So, and Yakface also had a, a whole bunch of lists of uh, like different code names for different tvc things and it seems like we're still going to be getting a fair amount this year
1: yeah we know for sure we're getting the uh a new hope leia a new hope vader a new hope stormtrooper plus if those are part of the six there's at least three more we're getting at least six announcements for the first quarter of the year so it won't we probably won't see the slowdown because like you said they they set this up a year year and a half in advance so we probably won't see the slowdown from the layoffs or anything to the end of this year beginning of next year
0: i don't know i hope we're getting some good stuff like, like i said my wallet could use a little bit of a break um so it, it I, it's not like i'm just dying to get another 80 figures or something this year i know some people probably are they want they want to they they have their pla- plastic crack and they they need a, a steady stream of it but
1: these are people in higher tax brackets than i am just letting you know
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. So I don't mind them pumping the brakes just a little bit. i'm I'm sure they'll find ways to come out with uh, ten ten or more variations of clones because uh, minimum tooling. we're probably going to get some more mando figures that they can just repaint like that. Uh, was it the the Mandalorian judge or whatever that they had pipelined?
1: I'd rather get some of those guys that were like surviving on Mandalore that all had like, they're all beat up and they lived on Mandalore. but they, they were like old men that had been on there that survived the purge. Oh yeah. yeah. Those are head
0: sculpts though. So that's, that's the difference. Yep. yep. That's true. I've said before, I'm not here to bug you to pay for paywalled Patreon content, but I do ask that you support us in other ways. Now, a lot of people aren't happy with the comics industry right now, and it's been going downhill for quite some time. So if you love comics, but hate the state of the industry, then why not try out independent comics? Check out my indie comic, Sporkman. He's part spoon, part fork, and all hero. Sporkman is a comic for all ages with a comedic superhero whose heart is always in the right place and he's always up for a challenge. You can get the one shot premiere issue called Sporkman Conventions, or the three part adventure Sporkman Goes to Japan. And new this year is the spin off manga styled comic, Spearhead. Get all the details and purchase the comic, posters, and other merch at getspork.com. And if you aren't a comic reader, maybe you know someone who is. So spread the word. Support the little guy, support the small business, support me. So go to GetSpork.com after you finish listening to the podcast, that is. So let's get into our main topic, which we are continuing our series of top 10 figures in uh, the different figure lines, going more or less chronologically from the Kenner days all the way up to And Now, which is uh, the one we're going to be doing tonight, is the Revenge of the Sith line. And looking back on these figures, making my list, I realized that they they weren't all that good, quite honestly. Um, We were still in an age where they were still fooling around with swivel elbows, for one and it was kind of random like some figures would have swivel elbows that you wouldn't think would and then there were some uh one of them i'm going to talk about at some point that has shoulder articulation and no elbow articulation whatsoever um a figure that really should have Hmm. um I also was not a huge fan of the bubbles. I did not like those really oval bubbles.
1: Yeah. We were talking, me and Chris were talking this earlier to over our lists, the lists, they went back to like power, of the force two type hands. And I looked at it and said, this is the revenge of the grip. Cause this is, <laughs> their hands are so huge. Like power, of the
0: force two and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really notice that too much, but uh, yeah, some of these figures were were less than stellar. And I don't know if I noticed at the time, but looking back now, I'm like mm, it was a little weak sauce in areas. I usually uh, have you guys go first, but I think just to mix it up a bit, I'll go first this time. And, and one thing I want to point out is we were getting, I think all the figures included these. We were getting sta uh, figure stands, but they were like little mini environments. Yeah. So, mini
1: dials to where the main part of the movie was at. Yeah. I noticed that too.
0: Yeah. So we might get, um, like some, like a Sandy base that has bits of battle droid on it. That might come with, uh, might come with, uh, a, a, Jedi character, and then Mustafar might have, like, some flames and lava rock on it. Just enough to give a little bit of cool presentation with your figure. And also, some of these had um, a shock trooper that had what they called, like, trigger action. and you No, that, squeeze that was the,
1: the first the first 12 figures of ROT. ROT, 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 ROT he has had action features in with it.
0: Right, right. So, but but it was it wasn't like all of them. Uh, it was just select ones for some reason. Because, yep. like I said, I had I had a shock trooper that you would squeeze his legs and his hand would shoot up. That was kind of silly, but anyway. Uh, so I will start my list off, and again, these aren't really in a particular order. Um, but I have Kit Fisto because excellent choice. He had uh, he had decent articulation for this line. A lot of them didn't, but uh, you know he had knee articulation. I I don't think he had swivel elbows. I think he had regular elbows. So that is you my know, number ten.
1: You remember know what number he was? Uh, here he is, number twenty-two, Kid Fisto. Yeah, he looked pretty good. He had oh, he had good. He had balls jointed elbows. Look at that, nice.
0: Yeah. Now one thing. i'll I'll point out i think it was with his knees his knees are different they are actually constructed differently between the right and the left because i remember i think i had to use his lower legs for um yeah i used them on a custom that i was making and i used his lower half and i'm like what the heck is going on with the legs like the knee construction and where everything pivots is different side to side. I'm pretty sure it's him. I could be wrong. It could be another. It looks another like that in the,
1: in the, in the video, in the picture. Yeah. Cause you can kind of tell on the, on that left leg that that's collapsed together. Maybe it was like a side swivel. while the one had a ball joint.
0: Hmm? Yeah. I have no idea. That was so bizarre. So bizarre. Yeah. Good to see though. looks
1: like his hands aren't huge. Like I many you of know, the other figures mm-hmm. in, in the line yeah. so
0: well he's an alien so maybe that's normal for them chris you want to go next
2: sure i can go um so my number 10 is pasal argente separatist leader um he's very bright and colorful he's got a lot of layers in his cloak um some texture uh, my first couple are kind of like that um, but the posability is not really there
0: I they they did like have it. a uh, alternate color i think it came with one of the um one of the separatist packs
2: um
0: it it may have actually been from the saga collection because that's when they had those uh those sets of figures where you could build like the separatist war room or you could build the jedi temple and i believe they had that character um in a different color scheme.
1: I always liked the face paint he had. That oh, was kind really of cool too.
0: I actually don't remember ever seeing that character in the film. Must have been like one of those just background parts. All right.
1: Um, my number ten is number fifty three in the line. Um, no, a Zet Jukasa, which is, as you know, I think that was George Lucas's real life son at the time. Mm-hmm. He's the one who still when, is.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean he's still the front.
1: And when um oh heck, when Bill Organa, Jimmy Smith goes up to the temple and because the temple's on fire and it's like what's going on here? And then like in the five oh first trooper's like, there's been an incident, sir, and he goes, You need to go. And then like he jumps out and starts killing a bunch of clone troopers and they have to kill him. Like that was his son at the time. And it's I think it's the only adolescent, like non small child figure we've had for a long time. Can you think of any? Teenage, like, young teenager? We uh, had the younglings, but I don't think the young... I'm not Yeah, we had,
0: we had the younglings, but as far as the teenager, no, I don't think we've gotten any since that. Now, we might for Skeleton Crew. Oh, yeah. But... uh I hope we do, then, yeah. Well, I mean, there's not really a lot of characters in that age range, if you really think about it. Throughout all of Star Wars, you see plenty of people walking around the background, but you rarely see any that look... Within that age range,
1: yeah. So you know that was kind of the reason. So they did have a body for it. So if you want to start making like soft crew figures or just you know younger early Padawan One Jedi's, so he has the Padawan braid. So he's been recently became Padawan. So.
0: Uh, he was also um, repackaged in now. I it wasn't during the Revenge of the Sith era. I think um, there was an exclusive pack that was the Lucas family and so it was lucas his two daughters and jet and um jet was simply repacked he was repacked uh in that and then the other three figures were completely original and that was the only way you ever got them was uh in that pack Hmm. fun fact uh donna and i uh were involved in a nerf gun battle with uh, jet lucas some years ago nice uh he he was at it was actually at um steel city con a number of years ago and he was one of the guests there and one of the friends don and i had in the 501st he had brought a whole bunch of his nerf guns and so there was this one part of the hotel that was like a little room that they use for different stuff and uh And it was me, Donna, our friend, Jet, I think maybe one or two other guys. And then there was also um, another guest who was in like one of the earlier seasons. I think he was in like the first season of The Walking Dead or something. I don't remember his name. And uh, just like all of us were like running around having a big Nerf gun battle. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I, uh, I envy that, sir. (laughs) so i guess back to me my number nine i'm going to go with mustafar sentry and uh these were the same guys that you saw not not very big but in the background riding lava fleas and um i guess they're supposed to be from the same species as the lava miner um but anyway, they're just like a uh, kind of a lanky, weird-looking alien. And I really dig weird-looking aliens. And uh, th- this is not the kind of figure that they would probably make today. That's just kind of like a background alien that you barely see. But really strange and weird-looking, and I dig it.
1: I I like it, too. Uh, actually, me and Chris talked about this as we were making our list. He thought he looked cool. He's like a bug alien. There, these were in bug-headed aliens that are a long tradition in Star Wars. If you know from the Cantina, nineteen seventy-seven. So, yes, good solid pick.
2: So, my number nine is Tion Medan, uh, which was in a sneak preview pack. I think. Um, yep. Yep. I like his his outfit. He's got a lot of nice shapes that actually are kind of be- coming back now with the Ahsoka series. The V's and the you know crisscrossing and stuff.
0: Yeah, um, so Tian Madon is of the same species or is supposed to be of the same species as uh the Grand Inquisitor. Uh he's from Utapal. And uh fun little fact, uh there's two species from Utapal. There's the Powens, which are these little short dudes, some little weird I don't know what you'd say not they're not they don't look like rats <laughs> they look like some sort of little little creature and then there are the uh the i think it's the utai which uh is the species that Tian Madon is and he was kind of like a leader slash spokesman for them he's the guy with the big fangs that walks up to obi-wan and he tells him he's like uh you know general grievous is here and, uh, he is played by the actor Bruce Spence, who some may or may not remember was, uh, an autogyro pilot in the original, uh, road warrior movie.
1: Really? He was the gyro cap.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He was the, uh, auto gyro, uh, guy. Oh, yeah.
1: He does have that long face to him. Yeah. Yeah. He's
0: very distinctive looking.
1: Yeah. Now I think about it. I watched the I think I said this. I've told this past story before. They played the road warrior. Technically, it's the second one, but it's the first one named that in in the I think the States that they played that so many times over the weekends on network TV back in the 80s and 90s. Well, in the 90s and 80s and early 90s. And I just all my Star Wars and G.I. Joe figures and uh, Adventure Time, you all became two giant camps fighting each other.
0: Did, like, did um, you ever have that uh that one Tonka line that was like totally ripping off uh Road Warrior that the one figure even looked a little bit like humongous where he had uh like the metal mask and everything? Do you remember that line? I have no idea what they were called. I don't remember the line. I want to say I remember seeing the figure though. But I'll be wrong on that. Yeah, no, he came had. with uh it was like a Tonka truck, but it was a, a tr- like a like a tractor of some sort with like armor bits on it. We'll have, to, we'll have to look it up. I forget what it's called, but they had a couple of vehicles. It wasn't like a really big line, but you could totally tell they were ripping off uh, Road Warrior. <laughs> nice. So uh, what is your number nine then, Matt?
1: All right, my number nine is the Mon Calamari Senator, Mina Tills. Um, based sh- solely on aesthetic, I love Mon Calamari's. I love Gabriel Ackbar, General Rattis. I love this look. I, really, the clothing. Look how great the clothing on this figure looks. I know I sound kind of weird saying that, but look at this. Got a little tiny little... Look at the sculpting in it all the way down. This is what a good Senator should look like. You know, certain senators from Naboo uh, excluded. So, <laughs> but look at this. This is what like he looks, and he comes with a gun for no reason. Yeah, he was a backgrounder, but you no. Know.
0: This was uh, a figure that I never had. I never had him.
1: I still don't have him. Again, I missed a lot of Revenge of the Sith, and I, I've long looked at it like, hmm i've seen it before and i always forget about it a lot of the revenge of this, and the lines i didn't collect because i was out of collecting i often don't unless i'm building something and thinking about it i don't remember to go back up and pick it up so but i like i like the
0: aesthetic of that figure i had thought about getting it at one point because i i was hoping to get a bunch of the pods and actually make like a senate chamber and get all the senator characters and then i just i just never did and because it came down to where, like, okay, I only have so much space for everything. How much space do I want to take up by something that doesn't really mean a lot to me? Like, it would be like, I would be just doing it to do it, not because I cared about any of those characters. So I uh, I, I, never bothered ever getting him. So my my number eight is going to be really quick, uh, because I don't have much more to say about him, and that is Madan. Uh, which was a sneak peek figure. And that was, that was essentially like a early wave that we got, but yeah, I always thought he was really cool looking. Uh, But like I said, I already discussed a lot to do with him. So right back to you, Chris.
2: (laughs) Um, My number eight is Mina Tills uh, for all the same reasons.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's always funny when artists clump together for really no particular reason. (laughs)
1: Because it looks so awesome as well. <laughs> All
0: right. So what's yours, Matt?
1: Alright, so my number eight. Uh well, I did not have uh Tian I had one of the warriors he commanded. I had the Utapawan warrior. Uh he was numbered, let me put him up here. 53. He almost looks like medieval and medieval like warrior knight. And I really like that kind of look to it. Yeah, um, removable
0: helmet, which was interesting.
1: Yep, yeah, shield, like a st- battle staff. Um this a, game? this a helmet staff? All in the base. So, yeah, got a good looking... Like, I played EverQuest, and there are shields in EverQuest that look like that shield, like, almost mm. legitly. So I'm all for it. Um
0: You know, that and- was another character that... Every time I watch the movie and they're on Utapau I'm like where are those guys? I never see them.
1: I don't remember seeing them either. I assume well, I remember that c Dunk said when, he, when Obi-Wan when he says and he tells them are right, you ready your warriors or whatever I like get. I assume that's in that either like a wide shot or maybe that was never used. I don't
0: it could it could be. I don't know. So all right. My next one is uh we're on number 7 now is clone commander Bly uh he's the one that's uh he has yellow stripes and uh, bits on his armor and then he's got the little flip down visor and th- that's why I love him is he has that cool little visor that flips down and he was teamed with uh Sakura, and so he was the one who betrayed her but he is my number seven he comes with uh two little dual pistols that uh, fit nicely in their holsters. I've actually been getting rid of a lot of clone figures I have, but he is one that I've held on to because I like that extra little feature he has. Me and Chris talked
1: a lot about Bly. He said, look at all the stuff he comes with compared to what we get now. And I was like, yes, yes, he does. Because this is back when we used to get, even though I wasn't collecting much, we used to get a lot of accessories with our stuff and it was actually fun. And not so much anymore because look, I know they say, oh, we don't want to change the aesthetic of the that they give some BS reason they don't want to change the aesthetic of the vintage collection by putting too many, uh, any, uh, too many, uh, uh, accessories under the bubble. We all know that's BS, they've done plenty of accessories before.
0: Not to mention that a lot of the accessories they've occasionally, like even a whole carbonite block they fit behind the figure
1: mm-hmm. so yeah that'll that'll that we that excuse is gonna fly with me it might with some newer collectors
0: yeah so the i one, um good the, the one the one issue i would say that these figures had that had the uh the comma in, in other words that like skirt piece is mm-hmm. they were very uh thick plastic and so It really limited the range of motion. If you wanted to make it look like they were running or something like that, it would be a little bit difficult to do it because you would try to move those legs forward or back and it would really be restricted by that uh, comma. So they do better just kind of standing around. But uh, I thought, uh, looks-wise, it's a really good-looking figure. Very much agreed. Very much agreed. So, Chris, your number seven?
2: So my number seven is Ask Ack uh another senator alien the, the raiz
1: character
0: Yeah. oh yeah right. yeah he, he he's like uh reese yeah he yeah because he's actually uh he's a little bit more featured in the in the film because oh. he's the one that's like the honorable center from balistair agrees or whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, so that dude's actually got uh got lines in the film that-
1: that gives us at least three Raiz figures. Then there's, there's the vintage collection of Raiz. not counting the original vintage run, because this guy's also in the Clone Wars. I think, isn't he? I wouldn't um, be surprised. So there's at least so there's the Pod Racer Ries, There's this guy.
0: There's so we got quite a few of their species in the uh, in the one. Good job. And the interesting oh. thing is, uh, they're from, I believe, they're from Malastare. And Malastare is also a planet that has two different species on, because it also is the home world of the Dugs, uh, like Sebulba.
1: We'll forget that. I'll forget you mentioned that, because I don't, don't
0: really care for the Dugs. I'm Duggest. <laughs> You're Duggest. <laughs> you don't like Dug. <laughs> I'm also... If, if is... there's any listeners named Doug, <laughs> please don't take <laughs> what uh, Matt is saying personally.
1: I'm just saying, I, like I like. Uh, he's better than Ben Quadreneros'
0: design. I'll give you that. Anything is better than Ben Quadreneros' design.
1: All he's right, a vegetable. So
0: he's a vegetable with uh, legs and arms. This is true.
1: So my next one is kind of a cheap, cheap one, but I don't care. I. I, it's the next one we got since Power of the Force 2, and it would be, to be honest with you, the better one than the Vintage Collection. It would be number 45, Grand Moff Tarkin. Um, he comes in the Imperial uniform. We see him at, at the end, I guess. Yeah, although the Imperial uniform is slightly different, because remember the even the Imperial officers and tech crew uniforms are not the same. He has the hard bands around the end of the the boots, which later get removed from the Empire's hmm. wardrobe. Um, but over all of aside from that, the uniform's almost the same. This is the Tarkin I use. Or I take the head off the vintage one, if I have it, which I don't have right now, because I hate that figure, and put it on uh, another office. Now we have a new officer uh, mold. Uh, yeah, it's a cheap thing. You know I'm an Imperial guy. I like Imperial stuff. Tarkin scratched that itch. I like Tarkin. I like the this version of him as he's younger Tarkin, like he should be. So, uh, yeah, my Tarkin is my number seven.
0: Yeah, I thought that, uh, that particular figure of him, uh, suffered a little bit in the paint department with uh, the the face. Like there was something weird going on with some of the either the paint apps or the color plastic they were making the skin. Um, cause, uh, the the jet, um, Jedi figure had like similar issues to me where something just looked off. They look translucent, kind of in the skin. Percentage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: think you're trying a really really new painting technique. I don't know,
0: but anyway. So, my number six, uh, this is a character that as soon as he was introduced, I loved him. I thought, um, by the time Revenge of the Sith came around, uh, he was really powered down from from what he was in the Tartakovsky series and that is General Grievous I always mm-hmm. thought he was such a cool design and a cool concept
1: now which uh, one are you talking about because there was multiple in the Revenge of the Sith line
0: yes they had three different versions they had the one where he had uh four arms uh for when his arms separated and he was fighting Obi-Wan Uh, They also had a version where he has his cloak like pinned across him in the front. Uh, But the one that I am going for is one that came with the first wave, the sneak peek wave, where he does have the cloak, but it is open in front. And uh, he does not have four arms. He just has the two arms. Now, all the General Grievous figures that they made in this line were all undersized. They were all... As tall as any of the other basic figures, they weren't really tall like General Grievous should be. But I love the character so much, and I always thought he looked a little bit cooler when he had the cloak on. He has like an emblem on the back of the cloak and everything. So mm. uh, that's the one I'm going with for uh, for my best out of those three.
1: Nice. No, no solid pick.
0: Solid pick. So, Chris, back to you. You're number five,
2: number six, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah we're on number sick. six. Yeah, um, I,
0: I'm not used to going first, so <laughs> so my numbers are a little bit backwards in my head.
2: <laughs> my number six is Count Dooku, the Battle Arena two pack, um, or from the Battle Arena two pack. I, in general, I didn't really like how the humans looked um, from either big hands or funky faces or or what have you um, out of this line, but. He was probably one of the best looking ones that I saw.
0: Pose and that figure is awesome, by the way.
2: Yes, <laughs> like that's how I remember Count Go.
0: Alrighty, so yours, Matt.
1: All right, it is the Wookiee General Tarful. I like Tarful with his big, his big braids, and uh, his big woman stick. I can't help it. Um. He had ball-jointed shoulders. I don't think he I think he had just basic articulation for the the legs. I can't remember. But you know what? He's big beefy and uh kind of glad. We might get him again as a repaint of Chrysanthemum later on. But yeah. Solid just a solid Wookiee, not I don't like the fact they showed Chewbacca fighting in the Clone Wars. That was Sam Francis. No. And that at least if you're gonna show him don't show him being friends with Yoda at the end. We're like, goodbye. J-Maka. Goodbye. Like, oh
0: yeah. That <laughs> mm, no. Yeah.
1: So I, so tarful, I don't mind. And so, yeah. So tarful got my, uh, got my vote.
0: Yeah. I, I really liked, uh, tarful. I wanted to get a figure of tarful. I didn't think this one was good enough. So I, I never got it again. It was the paint job on it for whatever reason that, he just looked off somehow, and uh, so for that reason, I passed him up. I never, I never got him, but I would certainly, I would certainly love it if they came out with a new version of him. I don't see it happening anytime soon. Maybe one of those anniversaries we talked about, but maybe yeah. I mean, again,
1: they got a beefier treat a, a beefier um, sculpt now with the black chrysanthemum so maybe we'll get it then
0: but yeah but they also justified making that a deluxe and i could see people buying a deluxe chrysanthemum because he's you know he's from new media he's a figure we haven't gotten before Mm. but you put tarful in there with maybe like one or two accessories are people going to pony up like $25 for it? Mm, mm, probably not. So as a matter of fact, that's one I would be waiting on clearance for, even though I've never gotten him.
1: <laughs> I do own him. He's one of my few Avengers this year's I picked up back when I first started recollecting. He's like, wow, a big, big, chunky Wookiee with a, with a cl- beaten club. You
0: got to get that. Well, speaking of Wookiees, my number five is... Once again, from that early sneak peek uh, wave is the Wookiee warrior, the basic Wookiee warrior. Yeah, he was, he was, uh, (laughs) I mean, Chewie almost looks emaciated. (laughs) He looks like a starving Wookiee next to this guy.
1: (laughs) Agreed. Oh, dude, I I love this finger.
0: (laughs) I mean, he is so ripped and uh, he comes with those uh, funky uh rifles that the wookiees had which was really cool comes with removable helmet removable shin guards now i will say the helmet and shin guards without gluing them on yeah they they do not stay on for anything um i am annoyed that he has the swivel elbows uh but other than that he's he's a really cool figure and i've thought about customizing him to make um i'm drawing a blank on his name the uh the cantina owner chow chowman yeah i've i've thought about maybe uh modifying him to to make chowman but yeah this this was a really good figure man he's it's just huge it's just a huge chunky figure
1: love it agreed being a hefty man myself i love hefty figures that's why i uh agree i like that he almost made my list by the way
0: almost yeah they had another Wookiee warrior that they released later on that that the colors were weird and again i just thought like the paint made it such a weird looking figure uh but this one the paint across the fur was pretty consistent and you know a good color
1: yeah i remember it it was like this one right here the two pack yeah it just it looks weird yeah, it does. I don't know. It's like, like, those, like the
0: face it looks.
1: Oh yeah, it does. Like, oh yeah, it does. Kind of like one of the holiday special wookies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that was that was a strange one. All right, so All right. we're at five. Number five, Chris.
2: Yes, my number five is the Destroyer Droid, um, with the firing arm blaster. Number forty-four. I like Droids in general, and um. I just remember these being kind of like one of the, oh, shit, we gotta really like... <laughs> Actually, it, it might be a little challenging to uh, beat this one.
1: We This is... Now if, they re, now, if they redid Destroyer Droids for the Phantom Menace Anniversary, I'd be down for that. I, lo- I If I remember, Eric, did they ever... I know they did like the, the little plastic blue shield that goes around them when you try to shoot them. They have the blue shield that they hold up against, but...
0: Yeah, I think <laughs> it came with I don't even know if it came with a full shield or if it was just the front half. It was in the, uh, yeah, if I remember, it was in the 30th anniversary line where they had a lot of big pack-ins. Yeah. But I remember yeah. the shield was a really dark blue. So you put the figure behind it or in it or whatever, and you can hardly see the figure. Um, I don't know why they, they made it in such an awfully dark blue color.
1: Have they ever made a destroyer that actually goes into the ball so it can roll like it's supposed to?
0: I believe they had one that was permanently in a ball. And I think it like shot out of like, like maybe it was some sort of deluxe figure and you, you could like fire it off of like a launching thing. I, I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to do a little bit of research in that.
1: Again, I wasn't, it was in my black, my non-collecting era, so I don't really remember it, but I've seen multiple different versions of, of the destroyer droid and, that like i said they just had to bring that one up i might have to check that one out
0: yeah so uh chris uh, brought up some information on this uh the ball shaped or folded up droid um was exclusively available with the episode one r2d2 carry all play set and it is not possible to unfold the droid so no moving parts it just is what is this is an order according to uh, galacticfigures.com in order to display the figure you will need to tape it down on your shelf because it won't stand on its own (laughs) interesting
1: (laughs) i uh i found the one if if you scroll down on that page you can look down and see the one that came with the blue the blue shield it's a it's a half bubble and it's you're right that thing you can't even see anything behind it it's so it's like it's an ice
0: yeah yeah it it's a little it's a little weird And for some reason, the photos they're showing of this... Like, I swear in person that the shield was even darker. One thing I would say is for anyone that wants to take a destroyer droid and actually make a shield for it, my recommendation would be get a large size of those make-your-own-Christmas ball globes that you can buy at, like, Michael's or Hobby Shops around Christmas time, and you can make your own, uh, you know, make your own... Christmas balls out of them where it comes in two halves and just cut the little tab off. And they're probably big enough you could sit it around a droid. If you get some translucent blue paint, just put a light coat of that on and it's going to look better than what this does. And I mean, they have all kinds of like swirly designs and everything on that shield. and, And they didn't look that way in the movie anyway.
1: No, they were, like, perfectly spherical in that movie,
0: so... Yeah, so... Right. That would be my recommendation. For anyone that wants to make a shield for their destroyer droid, do it yourself, Christmas Globes. Yeah. <laughs> Alright,
1: my number five was already mentioned in the list. It is also Commander Bly, because he looks awesome. Can't remember, is he 212th with... Um, no, Cody was two twelve. Was Bly with A.S. Akira? I can't remember
0: yeah Bly was with a secure oh that's what i thought okay now they did uh two repaints of this guy one where instead of the yellow he had blue and another one that was green now they're not listed as commander Bly. they are listed no. as uh, different characters but, yeah,
1: command, just just clone commanders.
0: Yeah, and and they weren't necessarily in the film. They were just uh, them trying to get money out of that mold and just doing some simple. Oh things. yeah.
1: Well, of course, because they're clones, and this is where the great clone yep. rehash started. Which
0: I never I never is... bought the other ones. I just got Bly, but
1: uh... unfortunately, I did.
0: So that was. <laughs> All right. So my next one, my number four, is Anakin from Revenge of the Sith but he came with the Evolution's 3 pack of Anakin Skywalker and he came with a soft goods robe and he came with a swappable hand so you could have him with the the gold uh mechanical hand or his regular hand and um, he had swivel elbows which was the one thing that really annoyed me about it but currently I think he's really one of the better Anakin's that they made from Revenge of the Sith, and he is the one that I have.
1: Yeah, it's a solid pick. I I didn't realize he came with the soft goods robe on that. It looks pretty good. I didn't also didn't know that he came with a secondary arm
0: that does that
1: that comes off like that. Uh, that's a pretty good Anakin. I uh, I'm not a big fan of all, most of the figures for Anakin
0: and all that stuff. So seeing that, uh, you know what. Not bad, sir. Good solid pick. We are overdue for one, though. Uh, a new one that it's just like from the ground up. We need a new Revenge of the Sith, Anakin. Agreed. So, Chris.
2: All right, my number four is the Mustafar Sentry. Really like the coloring. Um, I like you. He's tall and lanky and looks cool. Um, and then he's got a lot of you know a lot of little joints. And with the slits in a skirt, he looks like he would be poseable. Not that I ever um, actually had him as a toy, but um, maybe you can answer that, whether he was actually steady on his feet or not.
0: Yeah, he, he stood up pretty well. Cool. All right. So my number four, one of the
1: few times I tried when I tried to explain it was mostly for I got you situation with my friends when I tried to argue with them that lightsabers can't cut through everything. Right. Yes, deep pouring metal they could melt through in in Phantom Menace. But mine was because these guards also showed that you can fight lightsabers with that little staff thing. Because I think was it Magna? Was it the Century Tree? Whichever guards they use them now in Jedi Fallen Order as Magna guards that fight them. That little like force field on the end. But anyway, I like the Magna guards color palette,
0: so I use them for that. So I love them. All right, so moving on to my number 3. Once again, I have from the Anakin Evolutions pack, Anakin from Attack of the Clones, and he actually came with uh, a number of accessories and soft goods as well. Uh now this is one well of the few times I've seen it where they really utilized um soft goods well on the tunic because they just made the tabards soft material and it actually was more of um not not plastic but it w- it wasn't like a a fabric the way they it make was like the
1: a soft vinyl or yeah, soft yeah yeah it's almost
0: like a real thin vinyl but it really works like that i think as a way of getting soft goods on a tunic is kind of unique to this figure i didn't really see them do it with any other figures but anyway i think as far as a basic attack of the clones anakin this this is the one that I used, and I think this is one of the better ones. If uh, you noticed a little bit of a trend uh, <laughs> going with the evolutions versions of stuff, it, it was it was kind of like that evolutions pack line was almost like it was a little bit deluxe. like that yeah. tended to be where they added soft goods specifically for this line. So that and is...
1: Uh, I'm sure the extra price point helped them get the tooling up to use for other figures for Basic
0: Line later. Yep, so that's my number three.
2: All right, my number three is Commander Bly. I loved all of the accessories. Of course, I like the bright coloring, but mainly I was, you know, when I first started scrolling through the list, I, you know, that was something that stood out to me was all the accessories and and that's, you know, I started talking to Matt about that. Like, wow, look at all the stuff these things come with. Um, And it's not even deluxe. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: At your number two, or number three, we're still on number three.
1: My number three was already talked about, so I won't go in deep into it. We talked about it earlier, but it was also Kid Fisto. All right. Okay. I love Kid Fisto. I love he's just a big aqua guy. Like, yeah, he's always happy fighting like, yeah. <laughs> until, yeah, yeah, you know, that's why I, I, I do prefer the
0: version. uh, attack of the clones face. I don't care for yeah. like, the really big alien gray looking eyes. Yeah. The Revenge
1: of the Sith version looks like it was rushed, even the prop looks like it was rushed to try to match what he looked like. But yeah, the attack of the clones version much more prefer over the Revenge of the Sith version. But this one comes with like the good articulation of the arms, and you can do a lot more stuff, he gets in there. So, yeah, kit
0: definitely Fista. the best uh kit fisto we had until they uh they had the vintage collection one agreed. So, my number two is Obi Wan with pilot gear. Now, the fact he comes with quote unquote. Pilot gear isn't necessarily why he made my list. Uh wait a minute. Is it this one with the hel-
1: the little like telecommunications telemarketer headset?
0: Yeah, that's pretty much gear? what they're counting as the pilot <laughs> gear. It's Obi-Wan with headset, okay? It's not pilot gear. He has one of these really hard kind of clamshell robes. Uh that is in a baggie somewhere. I have never once displayed him with that uh that hard robe on him. But I've always considered him as a Revenge of the Sith uh, version of Obi Wan. He was kind of like one of the better ones we got, if not the best. And he's the only one I have of that version. I don't There's remember if they re released him as a slight tooling update in Vintage Collection, like early on. It seems I to mean, me they may have.
1: They use that that lb1 body for so many other repacks and remakes of him i don't even know if this is the original one that came with that i just yeah man and it's not even, it's like it's so look how huge it is. it's like it's like one of those 1920s football players helmets had the leather ripped off the top and all also uh-huh.
0: the uh the wire frame underneath it's crazy. yeah looking at that picture man that is some thick plastic for that headset that yes, gear sir. that pilot gear
1: would you like to change your long distance company or chop chop
0: <laughs> Oh my that, that that's uh that, that's my next diorama it's going to be Star Wars call center <laughs> But but you know what it'll be it'll be like manned by like nothing but Jawas so no one oh, can understand yeah. them. I'll be like I'll be like what what I'm telling you my computer's not working. <laughs> oh meanwhile, God. while he saw it, and meanwhile while the guy's on the phone, like, he's got his guy's back to his computer, and, uh, or no, no, his droid. His droid isn't working, and while he's got his guy's back uh, to his droid, a couple Jawas run in, and they run off with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a racket. They'll distract <laughs> the person so that more Jawas can steal I'm... their droids.
2: <laughs> yeah, they're the ones who... Who are they'll, they'll be like the ones who call the old people and tell them that you know their system's infected and so they need all their personal information so that they can come steal it?
0: Yeah, there, there is a uh, some Wookiee prince uh, is going to be dying and leaving you uh, a million credits.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there you
0: go. If you can just buy some gift cards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, dude! Oh, I think I want to say Japan does. If you can go to some hobby places in Japan, you can find a call center playset for like some like Japanese figures. But we would swap them out for Star Wars figures. Oh I yeah,
0: figures. I I saw something. It was uh it was some of the ridiculous like. Was it like a cubicle? It was
1: just, I know there's, there's cubicle play sets for sure in Japan.
0: I remember there was one. It was like a businessman. A like came with a briefcase or something. It was just like Japanese businessman. And that was a figure. <laughs> I want one now. <laughs> <laughs> I want one now. It's so strange, man. I I need to track it down. That's going to be like a new Holy Grail for me. It, some ridiculous uh, figure like that all right where where are we at now
2: uh yeah my number two um so my number two is the clone commander battle gear number 33 um commander Bly, i think came with six accessories and the clone commander comes with i think eight um and wow. so yeah it was there was like just all kinds of little goodies
0: oh on, yeah that was the, the uh, red version of him i forgot there was a red version
2: yeah, the there's a green version too that's listed right next to him. Um, but if you, yeah, if yeah, you it, was green, it was green, it was green, red
0: and blue, and then yellow, which was live. Of yeah, course. it's all the
2: same, um, same I number. Think he comes number with number a
0: different gun or something.
2: Right, but the yeah, he had a whole bunch of accessories, which I just thought was neat.
0: He's like the one that I think made all our lists. I think he's the only one that made all three of our lists so far.
1: I think you're right
0: So Matt what is your number two
1: Alright my number two Let Let's see the list here uh, Okay so my number two As you know I'm a fan of the lore so I'm going to Go ahead and explain some stuff here Number 23 The Senate Guard But also number 23 The Imperial Royal Guard Both number 23 as we know <sighs> It originally came out as a Senate guard and then it was updated to the Royal Guard and they both kept it 23. I don't know if it, why they did they make it different numbers. I don't know. I'm just upset that they tried to like say that the Senate, well show the Senate guard became the Royal Guards which we all know is incorrect from the old, old EU. The Royal Guards are based, take their inspiration from the Sun Guard of Thursus, which were part of the old old you from like the imperial source book of 89 and later on when they changed that in the prequels i was like well george's changed boba fett's backstory and he's changed all this i guess we're just changing minor things too blah 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 but i love me some ergs i do like this in the guard outfit and we saw those i think in the independent menace when palpatine shows up at the very end after the fighting's all done really and then yeah, they're in the background, I think, if I remember correctly, and then um, also in the procession of one or, I think it's the end of the parade too. Um, and of course, the ERGs don't come with the force bikes. they came with the rifles for some reason. Um, in Chris Sports's or Crispy's, um write up, he says it comes with a rifle and a blaster. He says underneath of it, you know, it does have the uh, corner Jack's armor, and you can kind of see it with like the shoulder pad armor kind of sticking through. Mm but he didn't take pictures of the cut but it does have it underneath, apparently. Yeah, I just wanted to put that out there to get that lore nugget in, and because it's one of the few figures that basically has it, it, visages that haven't changed in 20 years of it, Palpatine's Rule. All hail the Emperor. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right, so my number one, uh, once again, from an Evolutions 3-pack, Count Deku which I think until the one that's uh, that's coming out, I still think that's probably the best Count the Coup they've released. Uh, he does have soft goods for his cape as well as his, uh, his skirt, which I, I know some people are divided on how well that can work, but um, I think it works pretty well in this figure. He's got decent, mostly modern articulation, I think the likeness is really good on him. Uh, So, yeah, I'm I think he's probably like the best figure they had.
1: Yeah, that's the one I use. I think that's the best only that's the most recent version of him that's had soft goods in articulation. Pretty decent, isn't it? Yeah. Did you pack him in the 30th? I don't remember. But yeah, that's the one I use. Though, I lost his drape around him, right? Because I got it in a lot. So I
0: need to get that redone but yeah it comes with yeah. lightning yeah lightning hands yay you know one thing i don't know if they ever did was a uh unlit saber hilt i don't think any of the count decous came with an unlit saber hilt or even a really? removable blade i don't, I don't think any of never, them did.
1: i hope we get one with the collection yeah. coming out so because cool, I had a couple yeah, of the
0: figures right. like two or three and everyone had a lit saber only. That's something hopefully they'll mm. include. So that is my number one. On
2: Alright. My number one is the um, General Grievous exploding body. Um, I like General Grievous as well. Um, I do like his, his cloak. Um, but I just thought that it must have been really cool to actually be able to kind of play with him and blow him up.
0: And I was he, not aware he had that feature.
2: So um, yeah, show him with the ability of, you know, being all kind of dismantled.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Exploding body grease. Yeah, is that, I did is not that know
1: from this. the, uh, the Tartoskovsky? Cause he's more like a white ad- that looks kind of cool. I didn't know he exploded that, like
0: that either. The paint job looks more like the Tardakovsky, but that's that's not what he he was from. Not that particular figure. Although I don't ever recall him in the movie having his cloak like pinned across his chest.
1: Uh when he's walking to get to his escape, pod, I think is the only time, or sometime at the in the early beginning of it. I noticed I did notice that.
0: That, that might also be part of why you're thinking, was this from Tartakovsky, is uh, when he first shows up on that and he's walking, he has this cloak pinned around him and then he like whips it off and everything. So, maybe they took some inspiration from that when designing that figure? Maybe. One thing uh, I want to point out in the uh, Revenge of the Sith line, a figure we did get that was Never actually in the film, but in a deleted scene, and that is Mon Mothma.
1: You are correct. I one of the the, I own that Mon Mothma to this day. Comes with little hits. It was a deleted scene, which I don't think it needed to be deleted. I like the scene. It kind of sets up what they're doing. I think it added
0: a lot to the movie. Yeah. Um. And and this is the version played by. I'm drawing a blank on her name.
1: Genevieve O'Reilly.
0: Yes, Genevieve O'Reilly. Man, talk talk about an opportunity! I mean, you you get cast in Star Wars—that's a holy crap moment right there. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna be in Star Wars! I'm playing this character from the original trilogy, and then oh, my scene gets cut, and then like 20 years later, hey, do you want to come back to play that role? But it's actually going to be a lot more developed for a series. Oh, and before they the even rogue- get to that, yeah, Rogue One, talk about an opportunity coming around full circle.
1: I'm glad too, because she's a good actress and she oh, knows what she's oh doing. Oh, yeah,
0: she nails it. She nails yeah. that role.
2: I love her in Andor.
1: Very good, very good honorable mention. I'll do a final honorable mention on there for mine too, which was uh, I had two of you guys, Paso Argente and Tian Madan, but my honorable mention. Is the Wookiee heavy gunner who's also a big fat Wookiee that I love for honorable mention?
0: The Mon Mothma wasn't an honorable mention, it was more like a interesting tidbit because I do have an honorable <laughs> mention.
2: I have and, a not so honorable mention.
0: A not so honorable mention. Yes.
2: This was my WTF um moment when I was looking through because we have a Darth Maul in a Moo Moo. That is <laughs> In a moo that's that's pleated like a you know like a, a huge billowy schoolgirl skirt. what
0: was that from that he had the big cloak like that from phantom menace they had a dark evolution's
1: small... three bag
0: for some reason i didn't think he had the the cloak oh you know what i think in the box he isn't packaged with the cloak on so that was like an extra accessory that came with him. He wasn't actually uh in the box that way. That's oh, why I didn't he might know then. But he's <laughs> look at him.
1: He does yeah, look ridiculous,
0: I, but you know what? With that, he looks more like a ring wraith or something.
1: Yeah, dude, I told I told Chris, like, this is what your grandmother put on as she went to go grocery shopping with you as kids. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, my
0: honorable awesome. mention. Because I I actually think it was a good figure, a good sculpt, good pain apps, but doesn't make the cut for me because of not having a cut at the elbows. This is what I said uh, when we started, that I had a figure that I re- that had no elbow articulation whatsoever. And that was Ala Secura.
1: Thank you, because I hate the fact they gave her that upper swivel up near her shoulder blade, up near her shoulder, rather than an actual... Even though I don't like because yeah i'm going to highlight it right where where's it at right here wow see how it's in, in the middle of her bicep what is that horrible yeah, is that
0: it is. is it is ridiculous and if they just added proper articulation this would be within like the top two or three figures on my list but there's no excuse for whatever the that is they did with the arms and elbows like she could only have her elbows at a 90 degree angle seriously may as well just have it like a 5 poa figure where her arms hanging straight out because that's about as useful
1: agreed i was not a fan okay so my number one he's not a great figure but for what he is he's something i love he is the revenge of the sith dark vader on the medical slab with the removable helmet um we get a medical slab which is cool. He comes with all kinds of like he comes with a removable leg, removable helmet. Um, it's pretty, you know, Frankenstein esque. I think both both the legs are removable. when I think about it, yeah. And so I use a medical slab for a torture device too when I do my uh, dioramas. Um, where I think uh, the fact that I think it was a deluxe figure pricing, they considered it deluxe. But you know what? You get a nice big accessory. I'll let it slide
0: yeah that that's okay. worthy of uh, of a deluxe price because you're getting like a a rather large playset piece with it yep i never i never so. had that figure but uh I definitely think it's it's pretty cool just just for the accessory if nothing else but having' <laughs> I don't the have removable the big... legs is pretty cool
1: yeah i never had the figure either i still don't i have the i have like one or two of those slabs though
0: so. <laughs> oh really did you just yeah. like pick them up by themselves on eBay or something? I
1: th- I think there are parts of, I buy lots of stuff, so I think it just came in a lot. I bought it,
0: but I love it. So yeah, I mean, I think uh, overall the line was eh, compared to some of the other lines, wasn't all that exciting, quite honestly. But no, but it was robust. It was still very robust. Yeah, they had a lot of coverage because pretty much everywhere they went in the movie, they they pretty much had something from it. Tatooine at the very end, they really didn't. Um, you know,
1: they did have something from Tatooine 100%. at the very end. They had Bale and Obi-Wan holding Baby Leia and Baby Luke.
0: I thought they showed up a little bit later, but...
1: The yeah, Obi-Wan they, they were
0: an exclusive, I remember.
1: Yeah, Walmart exclusive, yep. You're all right.
0: And the, the Bale Organa and the Obi-Wan were literally just repacked. And then you get two little babies, which... Those are the only babies we have really. Uh little figures, but they were exactly the same. They just uh repainted them and there you go. It was uh it was a cheap easy repack.
1: Didn't they I know I recently got that uh Bill Organa that's super articulated with the double joint. Was that something that they came out later with?
0: Yeah, this Bill Organa is in that outfit is a little bit different later on in the, um, in the legacy line, they came out with bail Organa and his wife. And in that one, he has like a soft goods robe with this uh, plastic piece that goes over it. So oh, yeah. yeah, they're, they're different figures. Now this one you had mentioned about the Tarkin and the boots, and I thought the legs looked an awful lot like, uh, like this bail Organa. So, is it possible that the boots are different on Tarkin, not because mm. the outfit was different in the movie, but that they were just reusing the legs from Bale? So
1: possibly they do have that like see the angle of the picture is a little bit different. They do have that like band across the top as well.
0: Yeah, I'm possibly? thinking that's what they what they may have done, just make a upper half for Tarkin and they reuse the legs. There's something about the legs that looks awfully familiar looks the same to me yeah i mean along with this we we generally for our top 10 you know we're just discussing figures but uh fair amount of vehicles in this line and play sets and they even had a couple beasts like that lizard thing that uh obi-wan rode uh general grievous's wheel bike of course the jedi starfighters um they had both obi-wan and Anakin's starfighter and then they had i think plo Koon's starfighter which was a slightly different design. So uh, yeah, you know, they had a, a fair amount of coverage of everything. Fair amount of the Jedi, the the key Jedi you see. But yeah, the figures themselves were, mm, they didn't quite cut it in some regards. I think the swivel elbows was a big weakness in the line. There was a couple of figures that if they had swivel elbows, they would pretty much be almost as good a quality as what we have now in vintage. Agreed. So that really does it for our top 10. Our next top 10 figures would be, I believe it is Saga 2. I think that is the Uh, next one.
1: 2006, yeah, I think it is actually, yep.
0: That does it for this episode of Kessel Run Collecting. Don't forget to visit Hole in the Ground Productions where you can find over 100 diorama kits for Star Wars action figures and more, as well as tons of prop kits for cosplayers and collectors. If you're enjoying our show, please leave a five-star rating and a positive written review is even better to help grow the show. Be sure to also check out Kessel Run Collecting on our YouTube and Rumble channels, because we do post videos from there from time to time. We also have a Facebook page, which is a good way to message us. Be sure to check out the show notes for links.